Welcome to SassCast with Sarah and Amber. Hello. Hello. I think we should let our listeners know that this is not a typical Real Housewives of Salt Lake City episode review. It's a special, uh, a very special blossom. It's a very special edition of our SassCast podcast. Okay, well, first, Amber, you should have just glazed over that because not everybody knows what I'm referring to. And I say a very special blossom. Yeah, please do expand on that. Well, that was just a dumb show. And was it the 80s or the 90s? Yes. And every fucking episode was a special blossom. Was that? um, My wallet. Yeah. Yeah. She's the Jeopardy host now, right? Or she's running for it. Yeah. She's also, she did say some controversial statements regarding vaccinations. And so I don't know if that's going to impact her candidacy. It probably will actually bring her to the top is my guess. <laughs> well, this is actually, this special SAS cast is about the Hulu special that just aired last night, November hey. 29th. And what's the name title? It's called the Real Housewife and the Shaw Shocker. And it was about Jen Shaw. And I thought it was going to be a complete snooze fest. Well, everything we know, right? Much like the Erica Girardi one. Which yeah, like the so Erica Girardi stupid. one. Well, I don't know if it was stupid because they did interview some of the widows and orphans. But this one, they also interviewed people who were scammed. But this one was quite good. Oh, my gosh. It was really good. Actually, there it, was a lot of stuff that I didn't know. I didn't either. And it was, don't get me wrong. It was heartbreaking. It was absolutely heartbreaking to hear about the victims. Yeah. And let me just say something from the outside of our show tonight. I'm going to start out by stating you're innocent until proven guilty. That being said, as we said in our last episode, Stu Chen, Stuart Smith uh-huh. just changed his plea to guilty and admitted to scamming people. He was her partner at the very least. And so I am going to, I'll, I'll continue to say alleged, but I believe with hundred percent certainty, there's no doubt in my mind that she is guilty given the fact that her business partner just pled guilty to the crimes. So this show started off kind of setting the stage about the real housewives of any city, right? And they said that they really want to attract women, housewives, or that some version of that, that live influential lifestyles. And then they commented on their clothes and on their houses and, you know, somebody you aspire to and inspired by. And I thought to myself, now listen, I love Whitney, Whitney, but I don't as- aspire to live in daybreak, <laughs> be married to Justin, and you know, wear her clothing. I don't well, okay, I don't aspire to that. So let's talk about that just for a sec. Okay. I agree. I like the subject. So Wait. it was Dana. It was Dana, the former housewife. Dana of Wilkie. Wilkie of OC, who uh as Danny, uh, I don't know if it was Danny or it was the bitch session ladies said is probably just waiting for the next housewife to commit a crime so that she can do one of these Hulu specials. I know that's what she does. That's true. This is the second one. Yeah. She was on the Erica Girardi one. That being said, she added something to she the did. show that we will get to in a minute. Um, but she was the one who said that they're looking for basically um, women who are living, living like this high yeah, class influential lifestyle. Lives. Yeah. But that being said, so I said to Amber immediately, the only person on that show really who was living that lifestyle other than Meredith, Meredith Marks and Jen Shaw, nobody, everybody else was just a normal kind of person who dressed differently because Lisa Barlow lives in Draper. Whitney lives in Daybreak, which is another weird suburb. 
Um, Mary, I think she just, I mean, she lives in a big house in Salt Lake, but it's not like in, you know, it's a mausoleum, I think. Yeah. It's not in federal Heights or anything. Um, who else did I leave off? Heather Gay. Oh, and Heather Gay lives in holiday. I mean, they live in normal places. I know they, they wear normal clothes for the most. And so, and I, I kind of, kind of compared it to the women of Real Housewives of Orange County who similarly don't have any money. Not that these people don't have money. Yeah, they're, they're all, average, they're all renting people. their houses. Yeah. And or they're living in normal houses or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was one of the reasons why when they, on this episode, when they announced, they announced at BravaCon, which we want to go to, <laughs> when they announced um, the new housewives was going to be in Salt Lake City, everybody was like, WTF? Like, why Salt Lake City? And then people on the show were saying, well, it's probably because there's a lot to it. Some of these ladies are, quote, normal. There's religion involved in it. There's ethnicity involved. There's all these different components that might make it, you know, interesting because it's reflective of society versus, mm-hmm. you know, Beverly Hills or Real Housewives in New York City or something. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not sure where I was going with that, <laughs> but nonetheless, it set the stage for the show. And the show was heartbreaking. It was actually, you know, you want to dismiss it as just total trash or fluff or whatever, but I didn't actually read the show that this Hulu special as that at all. I actually think all housewives watchers should watch. I do agree with you. And they explained as well as Whitney, Whitney, when she explained how you do money laundering and fraud uh, and lead generation, I think lead nurturing, which was interesting. It makes me think about Whitney's experience with us. They showed how these the lead generation system works to fraud people in the telemarketing scams and to, to defraud and they what i say fraud yeah to defraud people it was a good lesson and it makes me want to call my elderly friends and parents and say don't you be clicking the work from home button on well the- yeah and we don't I, I don't want to spend a lot of time in the cards because wit whitney explained them perfectly in that episode and yeah but she didn't explain the telemarketing scam like this this well, was really yeah. well, this was really explained I mean, well. And it literally is telemarketing scammers saying, preparing before they would get on these calls with their colleagues and basically say, plan on getting $20,000 today from Jane Doe or whatever. And I'm, we're going to, we're going to get, and then the one colleague goes, you know, that's a little dangerous. I would only go for 15,000. Yeah. So it was just, sketchy. well, and then just, just to why I think it was so important for people who watch especially Real Housewives of Salt Lake, but anybody who watches The Housewives where you're seeing people committing crimes, which is apparently the norm now. Yeah, apparently. um, Is that they actually showed these victims and the victims were describing how they got defrauded and how, you know, they were vulnerable people being purposely targeted by these telemarketers to buy um, products and services that just didn't even exist, how they lost so much money. Yeah. And it was, I mean, honestly, I almost started crying. Oh, I know. I agree. So they start you off work from home, buy this $99 package to start your website. And then they call you back and say, oh, you need to have search engine optimization. And then, you know, they, they keep telling you, you need more and more and more. And it goes from $99 to $9,000 to $18,000 to whatever interviewed all women in this one, which was, and what about the 90 year old woman that looked like she was 60? Oh my God. There was one victim, not a, this wasn't a Jen Shaw victim, but it was a victim of somebody associated with Jen Shaw who was doing the same thing in New Jersey. And this woman was 90 something years old. It sounded to me like when they were showing the wording, but that she might not still be alive. It said she was 90 years old. So I think she might have passed away. 
the woman well, looked like honestly the now. woman looked like she was 65 years old I'm it not was kidding. unbelievable, it was unbelievable. She I, if she's alive skin. and had can give me some beauty tips i would really yeah i would too it. but you know again what it did what the show did for me was i i have very i've, I've thought that jen shaw was guilty I believe Jen Shaw was guilty once Stu, Stu Chain committed, or excuse me, changed his plea to guilty. And, but now it really cemented in my mind what a horrible, horrible, horrible person she is. And also, <gasps> we ended our last one about Coach Shaw. Okay, so am I going to give Coach Shaw the benefit of the doubt just because Amber and I consistently talk about, you know, both Amber or I, if we were horrible, horrible people like Jen Shaw, could successfully convince the other that we were doing something legit to make money. Like if I suddenly started making millions of dollars, I'm pretty sure if I were a horrible person, I could convince Amber that I wasn't doing anything illegal. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he didn't know, but that doesn't mean he shouldn't have known. He's a lawyer. He's a law grad who practices a lawyer. He's now a coach. And the thought that it never occurred to him to go, wow, how are we able to rent a 20 plus thousand dollar house? How are we able to fly in a private jet? I mean, that's bizarre. Yeah. You know, I think this idea that you could successfully tell me that, you know, you're doing something that made a lot of money. I don't know. I don't think you could successfully tell me that you were doing something legal and we were doing private jets and everything, knowing, just knowing you and knowing us. (laughs) And I could easily just check the bank account and see where things are coming in from. And if I, I just think, no, not to that level. Yeah, that's true. And also the fact that um, the show made it clear that she was hiding money in offshore accounts. So that's a good point, Amber. If you check the bank account and there wasn't that much money, but we're flying on a private jet, that might make you a little bit curious. Right. So let's go over who the special guests just one by one on this Hulu special were, um, who were surprising and shocked me and made me realize that the show wasn't just complete trash. The first one was Koa. That's what I was going to say. So it's been alluded to on a number of shows about this co-op person. I didn't know who it was, but it was the designer. And then remember, it revealed the Instagram leak or whatever, where it showed Jen Shaw berating her employees. Yes. That was horrible. Yeah. I hadn't listened to that. Actually, I had just read about it. But when you watch that Instagram video or listen to the audio. Yeah. Um. She doesn't have to be a criminal for you to think she's a horrible person. Just listen to it. It's horrible. Listen to that audio and you'll think she's horrible. Oh my who would ever treat God. someone like that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But everybody who was on the show, the show this evening, that was talking about how they've been treated by her or scammed by telemarketers, whatever, they were all so believable. And she and Stu Chains, what was interesting to me is they did a review of the last episode, I think, of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City or the episode before where she and Stu were snowshoeing. Mm-hmm. And she was basically saying, you know, Stu's so loyal. He's so great. And they both were like, you know, basically short of saying, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they showed that. And it was just like now knowing that he pleaded and he pleaded with very specific language in his plea, knowingly did what what he did. I'm just going to she's say, gone. Correct you and say pled. What I say pleaded. Oh, is it pled? Yeah, he pled. Guilty. Could I say pleaded though? No. Oh, not, I, not for not for pleading like a plea deal. 
I pled guilty, not I pleaded guilty. Okay. So you literally, that literally is incorrect. I couldn't yeah, say that. If you say I pleaded, that means I beg. Oh, got it. Okay. So it's pled. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Every time we do a show, I think we do, I do learn something grammatically. No, I'm, that's very rare. Oh, no. I think it's every show I say a word wrong or I learn something. Let's talk about the other, the next guest who we alluded to previously, which is Dana Wilkie, the former yeah. OC. So the thing that she wrote, so I was like, oh, really? Why is she on the show? I know, why really? is she on the show? Really? And then guess what, well, you guys? I didn't know she had a podcast. I'm not well, going to give the name of it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I don't. Although maybe I'll listen to it. Um, that being said, you can find it, I'm sure, by just looking up her name. She revealed that she did some investigation herself yeah. and found Jen Shaw's old LinkedIn profile. From 2006. That when, when Dana Wilkie finally uh, put it on her own Instagram, Jen Shaw immediately deleted that LinkedIn profile. But what it showed was, first off, a Jen Shaw that is unrecognizable. I know. So cute. Well, cute, Actually, but, cute and normal. Cute, but doesn't look like herself. She looked very Chinese to me in that. She in did that. look yeah. much more. That that definitely came out, but she was so cute. I thought cute she way. was cute. Yeah, I thought she was but, super cute. But she had not had any work done. No, no work. She looked, she looked great. completely different. She did look much younger. She, I'm sure she was 10 years yeah. old, but that she looked completely different. Her eyes, but man, whoever's doing her eyes, I need to find out because I got these horrible bags under my eyes and she'd had some bags just because of age and somehow she got that taken care of. But anyway, that LinkedIn profile showed that she worked for two telemarketing companies previous to going out on her own with Stu Chain to commit crime. And I think that the, that's, that's how, how she, she learned. Yeah, that's how she learned, learned her yeah. mechanism. And one of the telemarketing companies was Thrive. And they were fined $27 million for deceptive um, practices. And I don't know why. I'm sure they weren't criminally charged because they're a corporation, is my guess. Yeah. Well, in addition, they were what brought them to the forefront was that in order to team build, they waterboarded <laughs> a employee at a retreat. Uh, no, that was the previous one. That wasn't Thrive. It was, what was the one? Prosper. Prosper. No, no, no. That was Thrive. No, it was Prosper. Prosper is the waterboarding company. Okay. Yeah. Well, Does it really matter? Yeah. But you guys, we're not joking. I know that it sounds like we're making a joke right now when we say that one of their employees got waterboarded at a retreat. And basically saying something like, <laughs> you know, if you if you can breathe, you can't close a deal or something. I don't know. It was horrible. So it let me just so say this. horrible. I, you know, I we know we've had one or two retreats, and it just would never occur to me to waterboard. <laughs> Yeah, your employees. If you're listening this to this to Sarah's uh, listeners out there, she's got getting ideas for you know upcoming retreats. I'm just gonna be aware. Don't do any kind of waterboarding. You're uh, telling me not to do work. No, I'm telling them if there if there's some that she wants you to do something regarding water and holding your breath. <laughs> avoid, avoid, avoid. anyway so yeah so so dana wilkie did some investigative journalism there by discovering where jen shaw previously worked and also um giving us information on how jen shaw may have come up with the background that she needed in order to start committing crimes dana wilkie delivered this to the fbi and it was a big break or is this she just posted on her Instant. I don't believe it was a big break to the investigators. <laughs> I believe that we, as the public, they weren't releasing any of this background stuff and she found some of it to let us know. You know what I thought was interesting? Is you know how I, she did it? Wait, sorry. I'm sure she did some really hard work by Googling. Yeah, she did. That's what she said. I Googled and I showed her Googling. <laughs> Which, but what do you think about 
didn't they interview Jen Shaw in 2015? Oh yeah. Yeah. She was deposed. She was deposed. Yeah. But that um, wasn't in a criminal matter, was it? Yeah, it was. Well, I think it was in relation to the other telemarketing schemes or Mm -hmm. whatever. And so they said that she's been doing this for what, 12 years? Yeah. Yeah. This scam has been going on for 12 years. Yeah, indeed. Okay. The other important guest star, am I missing anybody? I I was going to talk about the aunt, but is there anybody else that I'm missing? Oh, no. Let's talk about the aunt. Okay. Let's talk about the aunt. So they did have somebody defending Jen Jen Shaw. It was her aunt. And, you know, they edit and they, they, you know, do whatever they want to portray characters in these Real Housewives uh, episodes. And I was thinking to myself, while I want, I while I understand you wanting to protect her, because it sounds like she's been in her life for a long time, like close. There's no way that the actions that we have seen with her yelling and throwing things that is consistent, consistent on the show, that she is some, we're misunderstanding her. Okay, let me just say something. Yes. So first off, one of the things the aunt said, and by the way, I found the aunt to be very likable. Oh, very, very. Um, yeah. She's very uh, calm, calm, cool, yeah. and collected. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, she's one of, I'm guessing one of us. Yeah. I won't say more than that. Um, one of me and Amber. Yeah. What Definitely through the outfit, I think. I think the, the outfit, outfit is what really away. gives it away. Meaning she dresses like us and there's a reason we dress like we do. We do not dress like, th- I do not wear an outfit <laughs> like that. But just listeners oh watch guys, it. I went to, to visit my mom yesterday and I was literally wearing, I'll tell you what I was wearing. I was wearing some really ugly hiking shoes and then these trashy jeans that I have on today, because why not wear them two days in a row? that are not cute and have rips in them. Not yeah, for style. Zoom won't show that. Yeah, not for style. Then I had on a, a fuzzy sweatshirt that says San Francisco on it, a gray sweatshirt. Okay. And then I was wearing a parka, a green parka that is dirty and I haven't washed because we went on vacation and it's not clean. Okay. And then I had on a San Francisco Giants hat. And I went into my mom's house and my mom, just so everybody knows, is extreme. She's extremely well-dressed. So well-dressed. She's very, very she stylish. She looks so stylish. Yeah. She's styling she's all the time. She's 86. She just could rock it out. Even, even when she's, I mean, yeah. she always was well-dressed. Yeah, I know. I'm saying and that. my mom's like, oh, you look cute. And I was like, you are so lying to me, right? Look, I said, mom, I look so trashy and dirty. And she's like, no, that, no, you don't. And I thought to myself, wow, things have sure changed with you, mom. Because if I, walked, if I would have walked I, in like that a few years ago, you'd have been, you wouldn't have said anything probably, but you would have been thinking bad. Oh things. yes, because whenever we go to your mom's and I'm just like have my like painting clothes on or yard work clothes on or something like that, I'm just that kind of thing. I always say, "Is your mom going to say something?" And you're like, "No, she's not going to say anything." I'm like, "No, is she really going to say something?" She's never said anything ever. Well, she not to it. us. Yeah, yeah, she just thinks yeah. It. Anyway. Uh, back, so back to the aunt, that's what I was referring to. Yeah. Okay. So then the aunt proceeded, one of the defenses of the, aunt, I want to talk about this briefly, which I, one of her defenses of Jen Shaw was that the Polynesian culture, you're loyal and you're trustworthy and you would never do anything wrong and you're passionate and blah, blah, blah. Basically, you know, oh, if you're a Polynesian, you would never commit a crime. And I'm thinking to myself, self, I, I, I don't think that that seems to be something that you should be able to say with a straight face that because you're part of a certain culture, 
you either are good or you're bad. No, I know. I, yeah, I got and that too. And so that really kind of annoyed me. Yeah, they're very loyal. Yeah, and, and I thought and... to myself, self, like that, that's annoying to me. I mean, we love the Polynesian culture. Don't get me wrong. I do believe that there are so many wonderful things about the Polynesian culture. Um, but that has nothing to do whether or not one person in the who is from that culture is a criminal. Right, right. So anyway, I, the aunt was there to defend Jen Shaw. I yeah. thought, you know what? I hope they she had to paid. have somebody. I, I hope she got paid for that. She did a good, she's good, good a job that she could possibly do. And you know, the thing yeah. is, I don't think she said anything other than what she just heartfeltly yeah. believed, I agree. you know, and I, you know, and I think it's fine. And I think they had to have somebody on there like that. Yeah. And also she seemed like just a normal, you know, normal person. And I thought that was probably a good choice on yep. if they were going to find somebody to defend Jen Shaw, that yep. she was an and excellent she was choice. really really torn up about it she seemed very upset yeah she's very well understandably oh the, oh wait and then there was jen shaw's uh high school co- classmate oh yeah her classmate she's very nice the only purpose for her to be on this hulu special was so that we could see pictures of jen in high school well that and she also said that's the not the jen i knew by the way jen was super cute in high school i know she's she's very, very cute. cute oh the aunt did mention the racism that jen experienced growing up in utah and yeah, and as we all, I mean, we all don't know this, but yeah. there was there's a huge justice action um, investigation going on in Farmington, Utah, for racial racial inequities uh, after a young little young fourteen year old girl, I think, committed suicide. A yeah. uh, black girl committed yeah. suicide for uh, well after she experienced racism, systemic racism. Yeah, it, it's and, a Department of Justice versus yes, Farmington. It's a big deal. I'm and glad. So to. We all know that Jen Shaw certainly experienced that. Oh, absolutely. Up. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. And you know, I think that's not an excuse for, for becoming no, a criminal. No, it's not. I no, it's not. And yet I think in, in a lot of ways, I thought about this. I thought, you know how I said she's wounded in my, one of the yeah. last episodes. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I obviously have not experienced racism. I'm a white, middle-aged, privileged human being. And and I thought to myself, I wonder how it impacted her and how, how it, it got into her DNA, essentially, and mm-hmm. how that impacted the choices she made and the decisions she made. Not to say that the racism is directly correlated to being a scam artist. I'm not saying that at all. But it did make my heart heavy hearing that when the aunt said that she was trying to scrub her skin because people were calling her dirty. Yeah, I know. And it just, that was just... That was you know, heartbreaking too. Wouldn't you hope, wouldn't you hope that people who are victims when they're young, I mean, obviously this is, this is probably your, your wish would be that they would experience this horror. They would experience this horror in their youth. Yeah. And then they would not ever want anybody else to experience being a victim. You know, is there anybody else that we missed who was a special guest star? No, I think, I think we nailed it except for that, that podcast duo that was they were lawyers and hosts yeah and they were interesting that was kind of interesting casting yeah i don't know yeah and then yeah there's a couple of podcasters super fans i was like yeah i will say this chris connelly that made me laugh the abc reporter yeah i mean for god's sake he did act like he knew jen shaw inside and out i thought to myself i've never seen you chris connelly i've never even heard you talking about jen shaw before but he's like you that was typical jen shaw well, yeah, I, somebody was wrote those lines for him and he just memorized yeah. them and said them because that man has never watched right. one second of that Real Housewives. Yeah, so I just thought it was a bizarro. And I will say this, how the hell, I mean, are, are they paying you a lot of money to do that? Because why you're supposedly like a real reporter 
and you're going on Hulu and doing, I mean, actually it said at the beginning, it was an ABC news report. And I thought, really ABC news? I know. What? Yeah. Bizarre. What? Oh, God, whatever. Anyway, uh, it was a, well worth the watch. Well worth the watch. And so we wanted to do just a brief review on the title called The Real Housewife, Josh Shocker. Yeah, it was a shaw shocker. And I highly recommend it. It was as good as any Real Housewives. Yeah. I mean, it starts slow and t- it gets going kind of slow. And then honestly, you guys, it's worth it. Watch it. And that's all we have tonight. We don't have another episode because if you remember, they didn't do an episode this week because of the Thanksgiving holiday. So we will resume next weekend on December 5th. In the meantime, thanks for listening to SASCast with Sarah and Amber. 